You're listening to She Grabs the Mic, and I'm your host, Cole Baker-Bagwell. Every week we'll explore what it means to be happy, present, and whole. You'll hear from courageous women who are kicking ass in their lives and leave with actionable tips that you can apply to reset from toxicity, tune into your gold, and live powerfully from the bedroom to the boardroom. Right now, it's time to grab your headphones, kick back and relax, and get ready to be inspired. Hello, amazing ones. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, here we are, right smack dab in the middle of December. Here in the United States and in other places around the world, that means we are inching forward toward Christmas. In other parts of the world, there are beautiful holiday celebrations happening as well. So I thought, what better time than right now to talk about how to have a wonderful holiday, a holiday that is full of wonder. Whether you're celebrating Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Bodhi Day, St. Lucia's Day, Los Pasados, Omisoka, so many wonderful celebrations around the world, whichever one is special and, and dear to your heart. My goal today is to help you have a holiday that is more filled with wonder, less stress, less anxiety, less depletion, more wonder, more mindfulness, so that you can look back and go, damn, 2023 holiday season, it was pretty kick ass and I had an awesome time. So let's start off with the definition of wonder, which is just absolutely beautiful in my book. Wonder is defined as a feeling of surprise mingled with admiration, and it's caused by something beautiful, unexpected, unfamiliar, or inexplicable. So when we talk about holding on to wonder, we're talking about holding on to that electricity, that feeling of surprise, all of this beauty that can come rushing in when we slow down and we pay attention to the choices that we're making for ourselves. So let's get centered by starting with two questions that will kind of frame this up and put it into perspective today. First question is this, what do you want to experience this holiday season for yourself? Second question, what do you want the people that you love and care about to experience with you? Looking at the holidays through this lens is a little bit different. We tend to think about the holidays as, you know, what we need to do, the things that, you know, need our attention, how we're going to pull off this magnificent celebration that will be the all time rock star Mac Daddy. And we don't think about the experience that we want to have. Like, what do we want to be able to say? next year or the year after as we think back and reflect on 2023 holiday. So let's anchor there. Let's center there in the experience as we talk about how to create more wonder this holiday season for you and maybe for the people around you, if that's what you would like for them to have and share with you. All right. So The net net of this, amazing ones, is that we wait all year to feel peace, the joy, the love, the good vibes of this holiday season. And we have all the best intentions, right? We get started out of the gate. Some of us like in October, (laughs) 
some of this a little later, but we, we get into the holiday swing with all of this gusto. And then we have all of these great intentions that eventually pave a road to this type of holiday hell. Around mid-December, around this time, maybe inching toward the end of this week into next, that fresh holiday optimism that we had starts to fizzle out. It's like lipstick after a few sexy kisses. And suddenly, the most wonderful time of year quickly turns into a Griswold-style shit show faster than we can say Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That is happening because of the choices that we are making. It is happening because of the mindset that we have about the holidays. And there's research behind this, right? So the American Psychological Association says that our stress levels go up by 38% this time of year. The time of year that is punctuated with a supposed feeling of peace, joy, and wonder, and love is causing stress levels to skyrocket by 38%. And when that happens, we begin to experience things like anxiety, depression, substance abuse, all of the things that really make us unwell and keep us from that sense of wonder. They put us into an experience that is really quite miserable. And if you've experienced that before, then you know what I'm talking about. So my invitation to you this year is that we work together, every single one of us, to really hone in on the two questions that I offered you at the start. What experience do you want for yourself? And what do you want the people that you love and care about to experience with you so that we can have more wonder, more wonder-filled holidays this year. Here's the thing that 38% in stress increase does not have to be you. Those numbers don't have to be your numbers because you are always in a place of choice. You have agency over every single moment of your lives, whether you realize it or not, it is absolutely true. So the way to exercise that agency over your life is by going inward, tapping into the mind and making a few shifts that allow you to feel that you are actually stepping into your power in every single moment, including the holiday season. Because here's the deal, amazing ones, peace, joy, good vibes, wonder, they all come from a place of choice. So if you're ready to boost your mental health, your physical health, and your overall good holiday vibes this year, I have 10 mindful tips that can help you get there and experience more wonder-filled holidays. Grab your pen. Here we go. Number one, for God's sakes, please remove the word guilt from your vocabulary. This word is so baked into our language. I don't even think we realize what we're saying. Guilt is a black hole to nowhere. It's a completely useless emotion. It does not create anything good. It's this cycle of self-talk that leads us to this super negative place. I feel guilty because I didn't do this, or I feel guilty because I said this. I feel guilty because I should have done this, or I could have done this. You're going nowhere as long as you use the word guilt. You're just going to go down this big hole of darkness 
And it's not going to do anything to fuel your sense of wonder, joy, peace, or love or good vibes this holiday. I can promise you that. So let me give you this definition. If you're one of the people who has grown up with the guilt language, here's the definition of guilt. Committing a specified implied offense or crime. So unless you have committed a specified implied offense or crime, there is absolutely no reason for you to ever use this word again. What kind of experience do you want to have for yourself this year? Self-talk and mindset, number one stopping point on the experience train. Number two, let go of perfection. For all my super achievers out there, I see you. I feel you. I used to be you. Here's the thing. Perfection does not exist. It is a ridiculous goal. You are perfectly human, which means that you are perfectly imperfect. Perfection and striving for perfection increases your levels of stress and likely anxiety, and sometimes depression, if you don't hit the mark. So let go of it. None of us are perfect. There will never be a quote unquote, perfect holiday season. Something's going to go off the rails. It's okay. Laugh about it. Embrace it. Know that you are magical and perfect because you are imperfectly human. Let go of perfection. Number three, rest and sleep. So let's talk about rest first. If you're one of my friends who has grown up being told that when you rest, you're being lazy, I am going to give you permission to drop that notion by the side of the road and never pick it up again. The Cleveland Clinic shows that doing nothing, i.e. resting, actually helps to boost your mood, your performance, and your ability to concentrate and pay attention. It boosts your brain function. So resist the urge to burn the candle down to the nub. Get yourself so depleted you can't even see straight. Give yourself permission to rest and do absolutely nothing, even if it's just a few minutes a day. And if you are struggling with this notion of, oh God, there's so much to do. I don't have time to rest. Think about your brain. Think about your body. Know that every time that you say yes to resting when you're tired, to resting before you become exhausted, you are supercharging your brain and supercharging your body. So look at rest as an act of self-love. Now let's talk about sleep. Sleep is one of those things that, especially as women, we tend to put very low on the priority list. We hustle, we juggle, we grind, we race until we are absolutely senseless. Sleep is one of those things that we cannot do without. It is more important than food. So seven to eight hours a night is what's recommended in some late, very late neuroscience that I've just read says eight hours and 15 minutes sleeping on your side. So if you're like ready to get super serious about your sleep, go for eight hours and 15 minutes sleeping on your side. It's great for your brain. And it's actually essential for your brain. It's essential for your body. It helps to reduce the nasty inflammation that can cause all sorts of dis-ease. 
And plus it makes you look more beautiful. So rest and sleep. That's tip number three. Number four, order the takeout. I was just talking with my good friend Gretchen last week, and she was having eight people over for holiday dinner, and she was super excited about seeing them. But she found herself in this predicament because her dang stove stopped working. How's that for Murphy's Law? Stove stops working just ahead of the holiday season, and there was no time to fix it before the eight people were coming over. So she was like, oh my God, Cole, what am I going to make? What can I cook on top of the stove? Because the oven part of the stove is actually broken. So what can I do or what could I do in a crock pot? And I said, let's hit the pause button for a second. What are some other options that you have? She was like, well... I guess I could pick something up. And I said, exactly. Talk to me about some great takeout places in your neighborhood. And she got super excited. A couple of minutes later, she was like, there's this awesome Thai place that's around the corner for me. And I said, so what would your night look like if you went and grabbed the takeout from the Thai restaurant? She said, wow, well, I could order it ahead of time. I could put it in my pretty dishes. I could spend my time lighting candles, putting a few adult beverages on ice. I could be ready and, you know, have a shower and be very relaxed when my company arrives. And I think we'd have a really great time and I won't have to go to the grocery store. I won't have to wait in line. I won't have to navigate traffic in Hotlanta, Georgia. Grab the takeout. Nobody's going to care whether you worked for hours in the kitchen making food or whether you went and picked something up, you're hosting people in your home, or maybe you're going to a party, put it in a pretty dish. You're perfectly human, which means you're imperfect. And there's, there are only so many hours in the day. So order the takeout. What kind of experience do you want to have for yourself? What do you want other people around you to experience with you? Number five, Drop the traditions that stress you out. We all have them. These things that we've held on to, maybe from our grandmothers, our aunts, our mothers, our fathers, our, you know, friends that were very dear to us. And some of those things we like and others just make us crazy. They put us in a tailspin because they're not our traditions, but it's this like duty, this sort of guilt feeling. Remember what I said about guilt, this guilt feeling that we have to uphold every single tradition or we're just not doing the holidays right. That is a load of crap. You are a grown person, which means that you get to decide which traditions matter for you. You can create your own traditions if you want to. How about that? If all of the work around the traditional traditions that have been held near and dear to your family just don't serve you well, they put you in a tailspin, take you away from that place of joy, wonder, and peace. Ask yourself, what do I want to experience? What do I want the people around me to experience with me? And cook up your own tradition, something fun that brings you joy creates this opening for a sense of wonder. Number six, embrace your status. This time of year can be especially hard for people. You know, if you've been laid off, if you are navigating a major life transition, if you are single, 
widowed, divorced, you know, maybe your kids are with your other instead of with you, it can be a really, really, really tough time of year. I get that. I've been there. Embrace your status and know that this is just a window in time. So if you're going to be blissfully unaffiliated this season, ask yourself, what do I want to experience for myself this time of year? During this window in time that I know is not permanent, it's just right now. Where can I find joy, peace, and wonder for myself? Even though this year may be kind of rough and maybe I'm not really looking forward to the holidays in the same way that I have before, maybe I'm feeling sad or angry or worried. Embrace your status and know that this is just a window in time. What kind of experience do you want to have for yourself this year? Number seven, appreciate your awesomeness. There is no one else like you on this whole entire planet. You are freaking magical because there's nobody else like you out there in the whole big wide world. Recognizing what we appreciate about ourselves breeds a sense of confidence. And let's face it, who needs less confidence this time of year? Am I right? So number seven, reserve a cozy, mindful night of self-love. Take a few breaths and think about what you appreciate most about you. Light some candles, have a bubble bath, turn on some Kenny G if that's what it takes to get you into that mindset where everything else sort of falls away, except for you and your awesomeness. And then make a list and appreciate those things about you. Bring them to the forefront of your mind because here's what happens when you can recognize beauty and amazement within yourself, that becomes the lens through which you see the world. You're able to recognize that so much more easily in everyone else around you if you can see it in yourself first. Presence is practice. Mindfulness is a choice that opens the doorway for joy, for peace, for sanity, for love, for good vibes. So number seven, appreciate your awesomeness. Number eight, resist the urge to keep up with the Joneses. Now, One would think that that's enough said about that, right? But I'm going to go into this just just for a minute if I can. Um, I remember years ago, I was a single mom back in 2007. I didn't have two nickels to rub together. And my son was very young at the time. And there was this like great gift out there that all the kids were getting. And I felt so much heaviness because I was like, oh my God, I can't afford this thing for him. And I got really wrapped around the axle and I forgot to be mindful and I felt really sad. And I let that thing take control of my whole state of being, body and mind. And it was especially hard because as I was blissfully unaffiliated that year, navigating a major life transition, my friends around me were all with partners. They all seemed to be doing super well. And they could all afford the fancy, shiny thing that I really wanted to get for my son. And I found myself feeling not only sad, but then this sense of like envy. And it robbed me of my joy. It robbed me of my my love and my peace and my presence. 
So I was talking with a girlfriend of mine that year who was in the bucket of people that was married, who seemed to be doing really well and had everything all together. And I said to her, you know, I'm really bummed out. Like I can't get this thing. I'm not going to be able to afford to do it this year. And she was like, oh my God, we are so stressed out. We are in debt up to our eyeballs. And you know what? We're really not that happy. We're talking about separating, but we're pulling off the Christmas show because, you know, we want everybody to think that all is well. And I realized in that moment that if I could let go of my need to keep up with somebody else, that I could show up and I could just do the best that I could in that moment. And that was going to be good enough. So I used that moment of awareness to shift my mindset which shifted everything. Like I felt this sense of wonder come back, the sense of excitement come back, the sense of joy. And I focused on the little things that I could do, having very little money and being blissfully unaffiliated, navigating a major life transition. And I focused on those little things. And you know what? My son never knew the difference. So embrace the need to keep up with anyone. Do you. And know that every single thing, tiny little thing that you do that creates that sense of wonder for yourself and in someone else, that is more than enough. Number nine, keep your joys off the task list. I had a front row seat to this a couple of weeks ago. My husband and I had our naked Christmas trees standing in the living room, looking very beautiful and and sort of waiting for us to do something, right? And for a couple of nights in a row, he said, are we going to do the tree tonight? Are we going to decorate the tree tonight? And I had my plate chocked full with the podcast, my writing, my life coaching for women. It was just chocked full. And truthfully, decorating the tree felt like another to do for me. My mind slipped into a place of task instead of joy. Until my husband brought the Christmas decorations inside and I saw this smile from ear to ear across his face. He was so excited. He even put on like a little Santa hat and he came inside and he said, baby, tonight's the night we're going to decorate the Christmas tree. And I sat there with tears in my eyes and I thought, Cole Baker Bagwell, how dare you put this joy on a task list? Decorating the tree is fun. It brings you a sense of wonder and love and peace and all of these wonderful things that the holiday represents. That's what this joy brings to you. So we opened up the boxes and we started unwrapping every single one of our tiny treasures. And man, it was so great. We were just sitting in that sense of joy wondering where some of the ornaments came from, recounting trips where we had been as a family, picking up these little artifacts that now adorned our tree, unwrapping the toilet paper roll baby Jesuses and bean pod Santas that my son made when he was a tiny child. And I felt so much joy. And I almost screwed it up because I put the decorating the thing that brought me joy on a task list. So don't commingle the two. Let your joys be your joy and your to-dos, you know, dry cleaner, grocery store, gas for the car. Those are tasks. The things that bring you joy, let them bring you joy and never, ever, ever make the mistake that I almost made of putting those things on a task list. What kind of experience do you want to have for yourself this holiday season? 
coming into the home stretch here. Delegate. Let go of the she beast named Ego, who I know visits you. And from time to time, she may even say, no one can do it like you can. The holidays are going to be ruined if you don't do X, Y, Z, because you always do. No one else can do that. You have to do it all. That's a load of shit. Delegate, delegate to your partner, delegate to a family member. If your children are old enough, delegate to them. My mom used to give us our boxes of Christmas presents from her to each other. And we would all wrap our Christmas presents for each other because she was a single mom working her buns off. She didn't have time. We were old enough to use tape and scissors and figure out how to slap a bow on top of a present and put a name tag on it. And guess what? It was so much fun for us because we always knew what the other one was going to get before they knew about it. So it was like this unintended source of joy and wonder and an act of love that we extended to each other because my mom had enough sense to delegate to her three little helper elves the thing that she just couldn't get to because her plate was too full. So for all of my high achievers, let me remind you of this. The best leaders in the world are those who delegate. So let go of what you can, lighten your load, ask yourself, what kind of experience do I want to have for myself this holiday? What do I want the people I love and care about to experience with me? So as we round the corner and wrap this episode all up, let me remind you, cut yourself some slack. Know that your best is always going to be good enough. Know that you are enough. And by making a few mindful shifts, you can open the portal for more wonder, more joy, more love, more sanity, more good vibes this holiday season. It's all up to you because you amazing one have agency over your life today and in every single moment that follows your life is up to you to create. I wish you all a happy home stretch into the holiday season. I'm sending you big love and I hope that you'll tune in next week. And between now and then, I hope most of all that you will say yes to opening that portal of joy and wonder and love and good vibes for yourself and for every single person around you. Because if you do, you're going to have the best damn holiday you've ever had. And that's the end of the show today, everybody. I hope it has served you well. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you've liked what you've heard, please drop a review wherever you grab your favorite podcast. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please be sure to share this podcast with another woman that you love. If you'd like to learn more about me or my work, check out my website, colebakerbagwell.com. Until next time, remember to be super kind to yourself and do your very best to leave everyone and everything just a little bit better. <laughs>